Hey, this is Dustin. And I'm Steve. Welcome back to the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast, the finest phototainment in the world. We are an irreverent look at photography. This podcast, like aspirin, will help you recover from your wedding hangover. Dustin, bum, bum, bum. how you doing? Steven. I'm okay. It's been uh, it's been a rough week. Um, but I'm sure everyone's having a rough week, so I'm not going to sit here and complain about my rough week. Um, trying to pivot, trying but to you're understand currently where currently complaining about it. Just just so we're no, all nope. on the same like thing here. You saying I'm not going to complain about it. It's been a rough week. That's you complaining about it. So you've already I'm not broken going everyone's to go trust. Into detail about my complaints. I'm going to just ban- like a blanket complaint like the rest of the world. Blanket complaint. Life is tough right now. I have had a few wedding photographers reach out to me asking if uh, we're going to file for unemployment, which is a phrase I never thought I would think. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it seems like several of my colleagues are... Uh, Thinking about that, going down that path, which led me to do a little research and go down that path here in Indiana. Um, and it turns out I may qualify. Ooh, cool. What, why is so, that? Uh, just simply because they passed a thing where it's allowing self-employed or the gig people to uh, apply for unemployment due to all the work that we lost due to this. Mm-hmm. No, but I think awesome. it's only for like a month. I need to look at what the the time frame is. It's from like March 29th to I think the end of April that you can um, qualify for. But it's retroactive. So it's like once they actually get the process in place for you to sign up for it, mm-hmm. um, they will pay you retroactively from the time the bill was signed. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Well, that's I mean, nice. it's only like 600 bucks a week, but 600 bucks a week could be a lifesaver right now. So a hundred percent. Yeah. That's like food, mm-hmm. bills, utilities, food bills, utility bills. Yeah. Yeah. But what about you? What about you, bud? What have you been doing with all your free time? Are you doing your website, writing that book you've been talking about? Just, you know spiraling out of control and panic and anxiety uh thought i was doing all right and then uh this week um we had two august brides contact us to see if they could possibly start a discussion about postponing their weddings till next year so it's one of those moments where you're just kind of like is this real life right now like august brides august brides now was it because of uh cost because of a they didn't think they were going to have the money by then. I think it's because or, of cost because I think they might be out of work right now, but I'm not 100% certain about that. So yeah, it's going to, it's going to be weird, dude, because yeah, I don't how know does your, what's going on. How does on. your June stand? June weddings haven't canceled mm-hmm. yet. So wow. Yeah. That's impressive. June, June weddings think they're going to go ahead with it so far. So <sighs> including the one Wait. that I booked last week <laughs> for video only. <laughs> Wow, Steve yeah. is just a wild stallion. It was a, it's a college friend. He had started talking to me before the whole stay-at-home shelter stuff started. and so Yeah, uh, he, yeah he wanted to go with me no matter what. So it was, it was No matter good. what? Yeah, well, 
I, I like to think it's no matter what. I'm sure there's a price point I could have named where he would have said no. Mm. But, uh, given given the times right now, I did cut him a deal. I will say that. I, I think you'll have a real easy time finding second shooters. Nope, not doing second shooters for that one. That's part of the deal. That's part of why I was able to cut him a deal. It's just going to be so low. Oh, man. It's going to be rough. Hmm. Yeah, I, uh, we lost uh, our June, what is it, like 27th wedding this week, um, which we thought for sure that was like one of the only brides we hadn't reached out to. And um, that's kind of when panic set in for us because she called us and she's like, yeah, we're pulling the plug. I'm like, oh my God, that's end of June. And she wanted to move it 30 days and her dad is like an ER doc. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, what does he know? <laughs> What's going on? So I'm hoping that that works out with when um, when we can do it. I told her that worst case scenario, Corinne and I might have to simply just uh, split up. And, you know, I'll shoot a wedding and I might not be at hers. Wow. She you guys would to... get divorced because of this? 100%. Yeah. Wow. It means that much That's to your how clients. much we care about our couples. Mm. Wow. Well, it's good to know. You guys are really dedicated. I, Jen and I would dedicated not do the same. Is our middle, my middle name is Dedication, Stephen. I think you know that above all. Dustin Dedication? I thought it was douchebag, but okay, I guess. That's a that's a French pronunciation. Uh, I go with the, uh, so the other let's, one. Dedication. Let's move out of this... Um, depressing talk about what the state of the world's in right now and let, let's move on to some follow-up and i feel kind of crappy about this because i can't remember who sent this to me but somebody asked what's different about a guest episode when compared to a normal episode on instagram uh, and I assumed this was asked because we mentioned that guest episodes take more work for us. So Dustin, uh, take it away. What mm-hmm. What is it about a guest episode that makes it take more work? <laughs> Go for it, bud. Uh, so typically it's a lot more work on my end, preparing the guest, coaching the guest through mm-hmm. what expectations would be for an episode, um, helping them to pick the most uh, perfect marketing material to help us better push out their content into the world um giving them some ideas and strategies on are these things things you're gonna start doing no not at all (laughs) okay just just wanted to make sure (laughs) oh doesn't what what do you actually do when we have a guest on that's outside of the normal for you uh typically i google them while we're on the episode (laughs) uh just so i can kind of get an idea of who it is oh gosh (laughs) I want to believe this isn't true, but I I don't know. I really don't know. I know at least when uh, we had um, Gary Hughes on, Bure Perry, you watched Gary's old like workshop that uh, you had bought several years ago and never watched before about headshots. It's a great workshop. Yeah, great workshop. Gary Gary was uh, fantastic. <laughs> One of the very few creative lives I've uh, purchased. But no, uh, guest episodes tend to have a different look and feel. Uh, Steven and I kind of come at it at about, I would say, 75% of what our normal is in terms of the typical WPH brand. Because mm-hmm. we like to keep the uh, the guests comfortable. 
similar to like what you'd have if you had a guest over to your home. You wouldn't be your typical crazy, uh, obnoxious, off-the-wall self. You'd tone it down about 25%. Yeah, definitely. Um, Typically, with guest episodes, Dustin and I actually do research into the guests that involves Googling them before we get on the call with them. Where's the fun in that? Um, I try to read up if they've written anything like recently to kind of get like a better idea of what their headsets at like right now and what they're mm-hmm. talking about and curious about. And uh, I also, if they've been on any podcast recently, I try to listen to those because I don't want to retread ground that they've recently like tread with other podcasts, because if we're just asking them... Do you typically them, tread ground, or do you tread yes. water? I, I, yeah, tread tread air ground. Your air, air, air wave grounds. What, what do you call air? audio sound ground? Sound ground. I don't want to tread ground. the same sound ground as other podcasts. Just because uh, there's no reason for somebody else to listen to our podcast if they've already heard these things on another podcast Wait, recently. Steve... You're telling me there are other podcasts out there? Yes, I am, Dustin. And then editing just takes a little bit longer because there's more voices. It's harder to isolate people and get everything done. So, but that, that's the real truth. That's that's the the extra work that goes into guest episodes. It'd be like uh, if if you're shooting a wedding and you bring in a new second shooter you've never worked with before, and it's kind of like uh, you gotta you gotta work around them not knowing the ins and outs of everything you're doing. That's why it's really nice when we have a guest on who listens to the show because they're typically a lot easier to uh, like a uh, longtime listener, Aaron Nace of Learn. <laughs> right? I hate you so much. And that'll right, be a great. cut in the episode. <laughs> Thank you. But not in the live video. Not in the live video. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to t- uh, beer talk, buddy. What are you drinking? No, what are you drinking? What am I drinking? Uh, this week I got a Dragonfly IPA by Upland Brewing. What are you pulling out of that pitch black? Yeah. Brought it Ooh. straight out of the darkness. Ooh. Dragonfly mm. IPA by Upland Brewing. It's a 6.7% alcohol by volume, uh, 65 IBU. Um, so it's it's not too bitter, but it's, it's got, a little, got a little bitter to it, a little bitter hop. It's a good one. Yeah. It's one of my favorite uh, Indiana beers. It's just something you can drink any day, anytime. Yeah, I'm just drinking a good old classic, one of my like go-to spring, summer, winter, all around the year uh, beers, which is uh, Fat Tire. It's a New Belgium beer. It's just an all-around good beer. I like New Belgium. I... I don't know if this is still the case, but when they first got started out, like distributing in our area, um, pretty sure Coors the company was owned by the uh, employees at first. They might have sold out, and all the employees got a big payday. That'd be pretty nice. We should sell wedding photo hangover. <laughs> let's let's Anybody move on. Buy it? Let's move on to our topic lesson. What do we have first? Um, <clears throat> you wanted to talk about how the Canon camera company is that what they make still uh closed their headquarters yeah let's do it buddy isn't like everybody closing their headquarters steve i want to talk about what this might mean for photographers is this a big deal dustin do you care that canon closed their headquarters does this affect your life at all day in day out not at all next question what might it impact 
what might it impact? It yeah. might impact uh, more Zoom meetings among their creative <laughs> engineering staff. Uh, it might impact Canon coming out with maybe some webcams in the next uh, couple months. Is it going to slow down the release of the new uh, cameras? I hope so. Have come out. Yeah, I hope so. Why? <laughs> Why would you hope that? I don't know. Just like uh, any person shooting on an non-Canon brand camera system would uh, hope that they can stay a little bit in the new a little bit longer. Oh, so you're afraid. You think when the new Canons come out, then all of a sudden your cameras won't be good anymore? Um, no, mine will still be good. Sounds I like just you're saying have- they won't be good. I just won't have brides saying like, oh, we just met with Joe and Sally photo. And uh, wow, did you, do you guys have those new Canon cameras like they have? Mm-hmm. And that's when we say, no, sir, no, ma'am. We've got these Sony ponies. And then we literally, we have a pony that we've been training that kind of walks into our client meeting with all of our gear on its back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's taken quite some time. A lot of... A lot of hoof marks, if you know what I mean. I don't. I don't think anyone knows. Yeah. I'd show you, but I'm, that's why I have to wear all this pads, this paddedness. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm gaining so much weight on quarantine. Um, it's just layers. Yeah? Layers. How's that, yeah. how's that diet going? Still off it? Oh, yeah. Way off it. Mm-hmm. Way off it. Corinne's been baking a ton. But what, what kind of stuff is she baking? You keep mentioning bad. she's baking. Uh, let's see. What did she bake? this week um she's baked quite a few brownies we did some banana bread mm, we nice. did um quite a lot of cookies and a lot of cinnamon rolls i'm a huge cinnamon roll fan mm, getting sticky uh, up in there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. getting messy she's doing a cheesecake this weekend first That'll time be fun should yeah be, yeah should be interesting those take a long time do they yeah. i have no idea never done one <laughs> Are you going to help? Uh, probably not. All right. Well, Dustin, the next thing I wanted to talk to you about is Instagram influencer scams. Dustin, have you ever gotten a hold message? Hold on, hold on. From... Back that roll up, Stevie Poo. What, are you like nervous about Canon? I mean, you're like Mr. I don't upgrade for five cameras. So I don't see how this would have you in a, in a hurt. But Yeah, totally. <laughs> You know, it's never it's never worrisome when uh, you know the camera brand that you use shuts down their headquarters. That doesn't ever worry anyone at all. It never makes you think that you know maybe there's a chance that uh, the repercussions of what's going on right now hurts that camera brand so much that they end up going out of business. It doesn't make you think about the future at all. I mean, I don't think about that kind of stuff. I don't know why anybody else would. Seriously, right. you know, um, I don't exactly. think to myself that you know if these new Canon mirrorless cameras that are full frame that shoot to two cards don't come out, that you know Sony just keeps putting more and more distance between themselves and Canon, and then uh, you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. I have to switch to, to Sony someday. <laughs> I certainly don't think <laughs> oh. about that. Oh, yeah. yo, Steven, you might as well start putting the gear on eBay, buddy. You know what? It's not speaking, like you're using it right speaking now. Speaking of Sony, uh, did you see they had a new firmware update that lets you close the shutter while switching lenses? I Currently, did, it's uh, only on the A9 II. But they, they did. Just, uh, just did a firmware update that fixed that, which theoretically means they might be able to do firmware updates that would add that to other cameras. 
Well, I, I guess I was confused um, because I was under the impression that that update uh, was on my camera when we got the cameras, when you and I went to imaging um, and I got all my firmware updated on all my cameras. I was under the impression that that was one of the things. I don't know, dude. This is news now, today. <laughs> I don't make the news. I don't um, write the news. I just read the news. Well, I, cause I told the guy when I took them up and I was like, yeah, it'd be really nice. Cause I'm always getting crap at, on my sensor. If when I turn the camera off, the, uh, the, um, shutter thingy, my bobber could, uh, close. Did you my bob it? And he was like, let me take care of that for you. Wink. And, None of this uh, happened. I was standing boom. right there with you. <laughs> what do you mean? You were over there talking to Raymond Hatfield. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe we Ryan, don't know. Ryan Hatchetfield. Rain, wow, Rain you're, gonna, you're gonna do this again? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So, so I don't know what's ever been cut from an episode or not. So I don't know if this is even a relevant joke. Just think to yourself: if this was a joke, Steve might have cut. It's probably not good enough to tell again. So, like, if you think to yourself, it's that's a what, bad that's how joke. I live my life, Steve. That is how I live my life. I'm like, would Steve take this wedding? Steve doesn't take weddings. And then I just walk away. <laughs> there you walk go. Walk away. There you go. Was so Steve we... shoot real estate? No. I better just get out of this game. Ah, oh, don't look at the Redwood Lane website then. Oh, uh, is it all filled with pretty real estate pictures? It's getting there, bud. It's getting there. So let's talk about these uh, Instagram influencer scams. Um, Dustin, so have Steven you ever got has one? been emailing people trying to be an influencer and he wants to help you build your influencing profile yeah of course 100 percent um no that's, that's not that's what i'm what talking about. about no this is so people are getting messages and emails um and what the emails say is i stumbled across your instagram mm -hmm. and wanted to reach out to you because i think that you would be a great person for our company to partner with first mistake Continue. What we want to do is we want to have you um, shoot a one of our products for us, and we'll give you a 75% discount off any product that you want from our entire store. Okay. All you have to do is shoot the product, then share it to your right. feed, along with like a, you know, at us, and then at like Fashion Week, or some other thing that makes it seem like it's a legit thing that's happening. And um, then they try to get people to buy their gear at this discounted price. So Dustin, where do you think these people are making money? Uh, by stealing all of your information. Yeah? <laughs> no, no, but that, that yeah. was a great guess. Um, so the person who wrote about this on F-Stoppers did a bunch of research into it. And they actually found that the, the specific scammer who reached out to them most recently was trying to get them to purchase like uh, bags and when they looked into those bags, those bags cost, I think it was $36 on AliExpress. But with the 75% off discount through this company's website, those bags cost $95. You, your feed cut out for a second. What was the uh, price on Alibaba? AliExpress was like $36. And then on their own website with the 75% off discount, $95. Hmm. So they're making okay. like 60 bucks plus whatever they charge for shipping and handling. Gotcha. Sounds like a legit business model. Yeah. I don't know if I'd really call it a scam. 
Well, it's a scam because the companies claim to be like these big international brands. Uh, this guy was saying specifically the person who contacted him said they had an office building in the Empire State fake Building. It, fake it till you make it, Steve. That an office, fake it till you make office it. Office in the Empire State Building. The company was headquartered in New York that they were trying to sell for. Um, and all of it was fake. None of none of it was true. <laughs> just, just trying to get you to buy their, their crappy stuff online. And then, you know, fill your Instagram feed with their spam, their advertising. Mm-hmm. So you're actually paying them to advertise for them. And you're not really getting a deal or a discount at all. Because you can just go on AliExpress and get it. And that's, that's where why they get it from. We will be selling Sony Pony t-shirts for $932. But today only, you're going to be getting an incredible discount where it's only going to be 25 bucks. So Dustin, um, now that you're done with that other bad joke that I'll probably cut out of the episode, um, have you ever, um, have you ever seen people promoting stuff like this in their Instagram feeds? People you follow? Uh, the, no, cause I don't really follow anyone on Instagram. <laughs> I mean, anyone that I like don't know personally. Um, I follow like a few well-known photographers, but I don't follow like influencers or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Okay. There's only like one quote unquote influencer I follow and he's like a videographer or influencer turned videographer. Mm -hmm. Um, and now he's finally starting to like push his presets and. Okay. I'm bored with this. So let's move on. <laughs> you've never, yeah. you've never talked to anybody. Well, you asked, this before. At, no, you could have yeah, just said I, no and moved on. Instead. You're like, let me talk to you about every single person I follow and well, why Steve, I follow when, them. When you, when you yourself are an influencer, typically you're not following other influencers. That is not how influence. it works. That is not how it works. <laughs> typically you set up a Finsta to follow all your friends. Duh. Finsta? What's a Finsta? Oh my gosh. Steve, you're much younger than me. I don't understand do not all of this millennial talk. I have time to teach you talk. Instagram. I do not have time to teach you Instagram. I have too much anxiety and depression. I do not have time to go through this with you. All right. Hey, Justin. Finsta, isn't that like a fake Instagram where you just there use you that There you go. For wow. It took you two seconds to get there. Um, <laughs> so much I have today. seen people falling for these... These uh, these scams talking about the companies that they're working with and then posting photos of these brands I've never heard of before. Nobody else has ever heard of when you go to their sites, they look a little bit scammy. Um, And it's always just doesn't bother me, but I've always just been curious, like what it is they feel like they're getting out of it, especially when I see like wedding photographers doing it, because it's like you're filling your wedding photography feed Mm -hmm. with stuff like that you've paid for you're 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 just doing like a promotional deals with these people and the the way i see it most often is because somebody reaches out to me about one of these deals and i reject it and then i see other people posting about the same deal online and so it's just i don't look down on them because i feel like Like the ice cream that helps you sleep Yes. Um, I feel like a lot of people see this as an opportunity and they jump at it and it's like, well, I was going to get ice cream. I was going to get a pillow. I was going to, I was going to buy something like this anyway. So why not buy this one and then post something like advertisement wise 
on my feed and I'll get it for cheaper than what I would have paid. You know, that's kind of like the thought process I feel like there. And Jen and I, we have worked with a few different companies where we'll do, um, we'll do like photos of their products and then include like a, we'll do like a blog post with like a link back to their website, you know, um, as a result of like that, but like, okay. In those situations, we don't pay for the product. We don't pay for the shipping. We don't pay for anything. All we do is write a blog post and take some photos. And like to, for us, that feels like it's worth it because the amount of effort we put into it is minimal. <laughs> minimal. Um, and it's not. It's just on our blog. It's not like on our Instagram. It's not on our Twitter or our Facebook. And I feel like mm-hmm. we get more, much more traffic on our Instagram and on our Facebook than we do on our blog in the first place. I don't know. Maybe I'm just rationalizing this. Maybe you are, but I'm not paying anybody money to be a part of it. It's the thing. Oh, just paying them with my time, my hard earned time. Do you want, um, now that we're done talking about Instagram. Yeah. Um, when was the, when was the last time you, you did something, uh, influencer wise or sponsored wise or whatever? I know. Are you allowed to talk about any of that stuff that you're doing right now? Uh, no, not yet. Nope. Nope. Okay. I did get something for free today. What'd you get? I can talk about it because I haven't decided if I'm going to do it yet. Look at this bad boy. Matterport? Matterport. Somebody gave me this. Do some 3D imaging? Asked me if I would consider doing it. Considering we're in this crazy time that we're in and... Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of real estate agencies are really trying to crack down on the number of people that go in homes. Yeah. Um, Good idea. So yeah, they gave me that and said, Hey, learn this and you a can real have estate it. company gave it to you. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. So that's free um, stuff I can get behind, bro. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, I don't know if you've ever shot with a Matterport Mm-mm. or used or looked at how they work, but they are not, easy i mean they're not not easy but they're like pretty clunky um carol don't get a mac sorry carol chimed into the live stream saying that she's been looking at getting a matterport don't get a matterport uh so for those out there who are looking matterports are about four thousand dollars um plus matterport you have to use their proprietary software with it which is like insane expensive. Um, so I don't have to pay for any of it because it's through this company, but, um, I'm looking at getting a 360 camera. Um, and you can actually use that with the Matterport software and a bajillion other kinds of 360 and virtual tour softwares. Cool. So you won't, it won't be as limited. But yeah, that's been my day, learning how to use this and then hating my life. Mm. Sounds sounds like a great day. Because I don't have one of the, I don't have a, problem is I don't have a tripod like yours. It's heavy enough. Oh yeah, because you've invested in really crappy tripods. Yeah. Uh, Portable, travel friendly tripods. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what the, uh, the first thing they said to me when I was taking all my uh, video production, shooting, editing classes was? It was to invest your money into really good tripods 
and not into good cameras because a good tripod will last you forever, but cameras just come and go. They said, mm-hmm. so it's mm-hmm. more important to worry about the stability of your camera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Until you're asked to shoot something and then you're like, well, I have great tripods, but no cameras. <laughs> Three, two to three days to get my hands on a camera. You just rent one. Just have them yeah. ship it out. Yeah. Yeah. How um, many times do no. you get called and they're like, can you come shoot something now? All the time. All the time. Don't lie on this podcast. All the time. Don't lie on this but, podcast. So the problem with the Matterport is, and I'd love to have words with whoever designed this thing, but the tripod mount mm-hmm. isn't centered. Oh, why is that a problem for you? So this spins, mm-hmm. and it's, when it scans the room, it cre- it rotates 100, 360 degrees That's or something like that. how many degrees are in a circle. Good job. Yep. Yeah, it, it does a circle. I don't get it, but it does. Um, and when it does, when it creates the axis where most of its weight's on one side, and there's not tripod legs on my tripod, it kind of, you know, can shift a little Wait, bit. Wait, your tripod doesn't have legs? My tripod doesn't have legs. You just yeah, said there's not tripod weight on my tripod legs. So there's or three there's legs. Not weight on my and tripod when it's legs. turning, yeah. When it's turning and it reaches that weak point, you need better tripods. Right, this is not Matterport's fault. <laughs> this is your that's fault. That's what I'm saying. No, no you're saying I you want to have words tr- with the people who design this because you feel like it's poorly designed, but it's well designed for what it's meant to do. You just have crappy gear. You don't get well, to come on here and complain not, about people's products. It's not a piece of gear that I fault. bought. <laughs> but um, so the reason that a lot of people that do Matterports have switched to the 360 cameras is because they're the size of an iPhone, mm-hmm. and you can put them on a monopod, and then there's no spinning. They take one picture, you move it. Take a picture, you move it, and you're done. You can do a house or a commercial property. In you know a third of the time it would take to use a traditional Matterport because there's no scanning element. Mm-hmm. Now the Matterport's like a hundred and like thirty eight megapixels because of the scan, like it's taking multiple pictures. So versus like a three sixty camera that's like eighteen megapixels, so it's definitely a drop in quality. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's a you know no, for the amount of work it's not like a client's going to pay you that much more or less. Good point, good point. So, Dustin, do you want to talk about this I do. dude I do. on TikTok? 100%. Do you have the TikTok ability to me, like baby. play that to the live feed? Ooh, Stevie. Now you're talking my language. Let's see here. So while uh, Dustin's trying to figure out if he has the ability to do that, I'm just going to go through. It's um, the TikTok feed that we posted a few days ago in the Facebook group. It's Alex Stempluski. And uh, basically what he does is he runs up on the street to a bride and a groom and their photographer. And he asks, hey, uh, would it be okay if I took some photos of you? In the middle of their wedding portrait shoot. Mm. Is that good? Yeah, that was good. Um, I can't pull the TikTok. TikTok doesn't let me pull That's the video fine. off We would have had site. to, uh, we would have been in trouble if we tried to, to do that. Yeah, we would have legally right, steal, so. stolen this video. Yeah. So, yeah, let's talk about this. Uh, walk me through, Stephen. 
the controversial elements of this. Obviously, as a wedding photographer, gut feeling is most people are pissed. Most people are like, oh my God, I would probably cut this guy down with machetes if he came at my bride and groom. I assume that's like 90% of like most people's feelings. Yeah, I think a lot of people curse, talk about their Lord and Savior, and then machetes. Yeah, that's what I typically do. So it makes sense. All about those machetes. I I will say I watched this video at first thinking like, oh, man, like this photographer's probably going to like rip this guy a new one. And then I was like pleasantly surprised at like how well this wedding photographer handled the situation. Did he? And then I was like, I... I thought he did. He did was he? professional. He was like, hey, like how much time do you need? Do you, are you guys okay with this? Okay, cool. Is that is that what passes for professional? Being passive? Is that is that professional? Um, when I was a child, being, we were told that there were, you know, um, three different ways you could present yourself to the world. You could be passive, you could be aggressive, or you could be assertive. Passive okay. is where you let other people just kind of like walk all over you, do whatever they want. Aggressive is where you walk all over other people and do whatever you want. And assertive it's is like where Steve, you Steve voice what you want in this world. And uh, you advocate for yourself and for the things you want out of life. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. So where, where would you feel like this, uh, this, this interaction goes? Because I feel like what we see is an aggressive person alex Templuski or whatever his name is approaching i would hardly say he was aggressive i would say he was assertive approaching a couple yeah who's getting married and see uh, i think it's easy though for you to make the assumption that he's aggressive because Mm. you are an introverted person so anybody that would like go out of their way to make a project about photographing strangers to someone like you would be like unheard of you'd be no, like that'd no that'd be fine no, with no, me no, 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 if no. if people want to photograph strangers that's completely and totally fine it's when somebody else is being paid as a professional to photograph people and you jump in and you're like hey i see you're working let me derail your work that's that's where i take issue that's an aggressive move that's not assertive anymore chasing them down and saying hey hey i'm a famous tiktok photographer <laughs> I, I know. I like how you he know says how it. You know how you tick and talk, baby? Maybe, maybe, maybe you've seen me on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, he's an aggressive douchebag. I, I would be like, uh, TikTok. No, I, I think I had one of those right before the wedding. Like one of the, the yellow ones. Oh, no, ma'am. That's a TikTok. This is TikTok. It's a, it's a social revolution um, with video and movement. Oh, no. Tic Tacs uh, were very much a social revolution too yeah, for um, that's how I breath feel. smelling good when you're talking to other people. So. Yeah, smell it. <sighs> it's good, right? It's good. Thank you. It's, yeah, it's, it smells minty fresh over here so on this side. So, for of the, the record, video call. Steve would Steve would shut this guy down. He'd shut Hardcore. him down so hard. Hardcore shut him down. Can I ask why? So, like, what what is your reasoning for shutting him down? One, I saw the photos at the end of his TikTok. They're not good. They're pretty shitty. <laughs> two. I thought, I thought they were okay. Really? For really? Two, for two minutes worth of time? For two minutes worth of time when he went and added like 
I mean, there are a lot of orange, like flares in the filters going on. It's so bad. It's so overprocessed and gross looking. But it's like a TikTok thing. Like it's not like because TikTok for your wedding album. TikTok is for the video, and he actually says at the end of his TikTok. He just made something those people will treasure for the rest of their lives because he's going to send the photos to them. Do you see why this is bad now? Like, uh, let's imagine you're shooting a wedding and somebody just comes in with a camera and they just start shooting photos and then they're like, hey. Happens to me all the time. I'm going to deliver these photos now to the bride and groom. And they come with you on your portrait session when you're alone with the bride and groom shooting in places you've picked out. And they're like, hey. I am now going to shoot in these places you picked out with your bride and groom, taking time away from you, and then I'm going to deliver them this thing for free that they paid you to gotcha. do. And also, sure. I'm going to deliver shitty photos. I cannot get over how bad the photos were. I didn't think they were that that bad, but um, does it look like I mean, your work? <laughs> exactly, not that bad, not that bad. Dustin, you shoot so um, much better than that. <laughs> You do. Oh my gosh. I wish I could do flare that well. Oh gosh. This <laughs> obviously added in post. The oh, shitty orange and teal. Probably not even like it's probably like an iPhone app that he did it in. Probably. Um, probably shot straight to his iPhone. That's right. Hundred percent. But uh yeah, I don't know. Like at my first, you know, my gut instinct would have been like, no, nah, I would I would have shut this down. Because that's um, what you should do as a professional handling the then wedding. I'm, then I'm on like, the I'm day. stopping. I'm like, I'm realizing, you know, my feeling is probably the mass populace's feeling. But then I'm like, I don't know. Like, is that just my pride speaking? No, like, is your that feeling my is pride? not the mass populace's feeling because this guy has five million likes on this. Five mm-hmm. million likes. The mass populace's feeling is that this is okay to disrupt somebody while they're working. Imagine this. Imagine this. You're the celebrant. You're up there. You're talking. This is what I said to Josh Withers when he commented on this, saying he didn't think it was that bad. You're up there. You're talking. You're giving, you know, your service or whatever. Uh, and then somebody else just walks up and like, hey, in the middle of you doing, you know, your job. Can I just have five minutes? I'm, I'm actually, I'm a TikTok celebrant. I want to step up here. I want to do, you know, five, five minutes. Just, you know, this is kind of my thing. Can we take a moment to uh, look at my TikToks to make sure that the, the bride and the groom think it's okay. Can you imagine that happening? No, you can't. Can you imagine you're, uh, you're, you're a construction worker and you know, you're out there working, um, with a hammer and some random dude off the street comes up, you know, he's got a, a shirt and a tie, not dressed for construction. And he's like, Hey, can I just take that hammer for like just five minutes? I'm a TikTok hammer just guy. Look at my minutes. TikToks and I'm going to jump in there and I'm going to hammer some stuff at this construction site. No, there is yeah, no one absolutely. in the world who would ever be construction like, okay guy was like, no, please take the day. Take the day. Just get this whole wall done right here. I'm going to go grab some coffee. This is when I wish we could just like call somebody into this one and just be like, hey, can you just take over the podcast for five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> Who out there I, listening I'm right on now TikTok. is on TikTok? I'm on TikTok. <laughs> just, uh, I just want to jump in five minutes, show you. Here, here's my feed. It's such, so, it's, I mean, it's I'm an aggressive waste of time. If he was a photographer, if he knows what goes on at a shoot, 
he should know he should not be walking up and asking if he can shoot. He should I mean, know I'm better. I'm definitely going to be doing this in June when I've got no weddings. I'm going to go find some weddings that were like diehards and they're still happening. And I'm going to so be like, yo, gemstones. Is that what I'm hearing? I, you said I die. I have an Instagram so. account. I don't have a TikTok, but I have an Instagram account. See these? Look at these. I don't know what's on here because I don't control my own Instagram account, but there's pictures. These pictures could have been you if you had hired me, but my bride is now That's getting married the other thing. It's June. like, it's so aggressive because it's like in your face and it's like, look, look how good my photos are. Don't you wish I was doing photos of you right now instead of your photographer who you hired to do the photos of you? Like, that's that's the feel behind this whole thing. And the photos are shitty. It's just like, you can't get away from how right, shitty the photos are. Now I have to are. relook at these photos. You can't fast forward in a TikTok. Can't fast forward in a TikTok. <sighs> Never mind. Oh, all right. I'm done with this topic. It's exhausting. Why? You don't you don't like talking about this topic with me? No, is it, Steve, because you're very one-sided. You're very one-sided. You're very aggressive. You're just as bad as Alex. Mm-hmm. You just want to bully your opinion through to the masses. When I'm just trying to see all sides of this equation. I saw all sides. <laughs> <laughs> I just know which side is the right side. That's, that's what Steve, it is. Steve, we need to... Can we reach out to the original photographer for this couple and have him on this show? Yeah, go ahead. Reach out to him, bud. He okay. seems like a pretty nice guy. So I'm sure he won't say no. Oh, am I reaching out? Is that Kate. what you're getting at? <laughs> you need no, the aggressive I person said. to reach out? Am I the aggressive one on this podcast? <clears throat> uh, your words, not mine. Advocate for yourself, um, people. Advocate for yourself. Dustin, uh, do you want to do one of these fake mail things? One of these anonymous sure. mail things. They all have names. Sure. We just can't actually figure out if they're real or not. Dustin. Uh, uh, no, I'm picking. Pick I want to pick. Yeah. Yeah. Go for it, bud. Thick, <clears throat> thick stick. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. That's the one I'm picking. Thick stick. Yeeted my camera. <laughs> a, a groomsman threatened to yeet my camera out the window if I didn't stop taking photos of the groomsmen getting ready. Whoa, it's stop, it's, stop, stop. Do you know what yeet means? No idea. Okay, cool. Okay, now continue. You'll, you'll figure it out in this next few lines. <clears throat> now I have to start over. You totally derailed my train of thought. I have to get back into the mind of Thick Stick. <clears throat> Alright, ready? <clears throat> A groomsman... Threatened to yeet my camera out the window if I didn't stop taking photos of the groomsmen getting ready. It's my job, though. So I kept shooting. He grabbed my camera and threw it out the window. WTF do I do now? I did have to look this word up. And it does, on Urban Dictionary, it says to discard an item at a high velocity. Not, not like chuck it or throw it out it's just to discard an item at a high velocity yes oh that's such a great way to describe yeet <laughs> yeah where does that word come from no idea no idea dude <laughs> that's what the kids say right is it yeah, are, yeah are, i guess we're not kids 
Did I tell we, you? So we I, are the youth. There's like a new thing with our. Um, there's a new thing with our our hosting site where they will show us the demographics of the people who listen to our podcast. Um, so we we host through Anchor it's all and because it's Anchor twelve year olds because Anchor is a part of Spotify. They will just let you see. Um, what percentage of like your listeners fall into which age ranges? Doesn't uh, do, where do you really think our age range is? Mm, Zero to seventeen to... is one age group. Then it's like eighteen to twenty one or twenty three. Then like twenty three to twenty nine, and then like thirty to thirty four. I'd say like fifty on up. Fifty on up. <laughs> According to Spotify. Real, the- maturity level has to be able to grasp us 95 percent of our listeners according to spotify are between 18 and 34 they need to break that down further so people like me 35 year olds we only make up so five ne- percent so, of the audience if that so much. next year you'll be out of that demo right i'm already out of the demo the demo stops at 34 <laughs> i'm already an old man See? wow you're not even a listener of our podcast anymore, Steve. <laughs> you're you're what we call an outlier. Yeah. That's an outlier, that's right. All right, Dustin, what do you do if somebody eats your camera? Uh, I probably eat them. <laughs> you just pick them up and check them out the window? Got it. Dustin, that's, that's an do. aggressive move. Are you sure you wouldn't just say no and walk away? Uh, I used to be a all-star wrestler in high school, Steve, so I know my fair share of yeeting moves. Oh, I know you're an all-star wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. You've taken me down a few times. Wink. All right, bud. Um, let's do a five-star review, then we'll do some Q&A. Five-star, Stevie. Am I reading this or are you? I thought you always read them. Oh. I thought that was your job. I, w- I would love to. I feel honored to read the five-star reviews. They literally make my week. All right. This is from Corinne and Ryan. Corinne is spelled wrong. Wait, 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 stop real um, quick. Uh, Steven Nichols in the chat for the live episode says if somebody yeeted his camera, he'd skeet on them. So, Ooh, the old skeet yeet. Well, yeah, they eat your camera out the or window and for you your skeet, 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 skeet to the wall with them, right? Yeah. Uh, Okay, Corinne and Ryan Priest. Let's do this. Five-star review. Five-star review time. Corinne and Ryan Priest. And Corinne, of course, is spelled wrong, but we don't hold that against her. Wow. Um, You're going to say that about one of our listeners just because their name is spelled different than your wife's name. Right. I just said it was spelled wrong. I didn't say it was spelled different. Okay. Yeah. No, if that's that's how you want to play it. Corinne and Ryan Priest, best photography podcast. My husband and I run an elopement photography business based in Hawaii. We absolutely love this podcast because it really feels like a community. We love listening to these podcasts while we're editing at home, and we highly recommend this podcast to any and every photographer out there. So can we break this review down? Are we allowed to do that? Yeah, Steve? let's do it, buddy. Because I, I, I was surprised just say, you didn't use one of your goofy voices like usual. I, I thought that's why well, people like to hear you talk about. Queen and Ryan seem like nice people. I didn't want to belittle their Hawaiian accents. Um, 
because oh, I don't no, have one. Oh, no, let's do a Hawaiian accent. Let's let's go ahead. Come on, bud. No, I think uh, I'm still feeling a little ashamed of post-Trump accent. Give me your best but aloha. Come on, bud. I just want to say, Karina Ryan, you say that this podcast you love because it feels like a community. I just want to take a second to say, it doesn't feel like a community, guys. This is a community. There's no... Fe- this is... a reality that's what you wanted to say (laughs) i'm just saying i've never been a part of a facebook group of the level and magnitude that our facebook group has come to Mm -hmm. something that i know steven and i are very proud of um being a part of you guys i mean you guys are really what make us come back to doing this day after day that's not super excited that we get to be inside all of you all the time. Mm-hmm. Aloha. <laughs> that I'm good? sorry. Is no, that... I cut off your heartfelt thing. Go back. Come on. Take on my heartstrings. Make me cry, buddy. Come on. <laughs> Aloha. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> what did you just do? Started I grunting? To, I was trying to tug my heartstrings. I don't think that's what you were tugging. There's a, there's All right. Let's move on to my Q&A. <laughs> let's do some Q&A. But, but Steve. Anna Maria Ivanova Reed from our very own Facebook group says, I have a question for you guys. I've been feeling torn on how to write my social media captions lately. I don't want every single post to be negative in talking about the virus, but I also don't want it to seem like I'm taking the situation too lightly and pretending mm-hmm. like nothing is happening. What are your thoughts on this? I've literally resorted at this point to just putting emojis on my captions on some Instagram posts because I don't know what to say. These are a great question. Um, something Corinne and I have been struggling with personally. Um, mainly, we've been dealing with our own fair share of personal stuff in relationship to this virus. Uh, and every few days seems to add something to that list. And so it's really hindered us from knowing what to post and knowing what people want to see and what people want to hear and what we what we want to add to that conversation or add to that dialogue. Um, I'm hoping next week we can kind of jump in. Um, but as of now, just as far as Instagram is concerned, we're just peppering it with pretty pictures and just saying things like, you know, we can't wait till we can take pictures again. Um, or can't wait till this bride's wedding. Hope it happens. No, oh. we don't say that last part. So, uh, so you're just sounding desperate on Instagram. Okay. Anna Desperation Maria, uh, sells. Just sound des- desperate. Yeah. <laughs> hope this bride's wedding still uh, happens. I hope uh, this... I shot a house last week. A little off topic here. Shot a house last week. And uh, their wedding was supposed to be this May. They bought a house together Mm pre-wedding, like a lot of couples do. Uh, Wedding gets, you know, called off due to this coronavirus. uh, And they just decide, we're just not going to do it. We're breaking up. Game over. What? I'm like, like, whoa. Uh, Not my couple. Not my couple. But thankfully, I was able to get paid to shoot their home because now they're getting, you know, separated and they can't afford the house separate. So wow, um, that's your takeaway. Thankfully, win for Dustin. They're getting divorced. I get to shoot. Not divorce. Not divorce. They weren't together. Separated. Yes. So at least they figured it out. At least they thought. You know, one of them took this as like a you know a divine sign that like maybe this wasn't meant to be. You know, maybe I I was settling. 
It's a great house, though. It's a fantastic house. <laughs> Maybe they could have got a better house with somebody else. Oh! Five oh. acres. Had five uh, acres. Anna um, this has been super hard for me, too. It's hard to know what to say at a time like this. It's also hard because, like, we're just not shooting anymore right now. So it's like all the content we have to put out is now old content. So mm-hmm. it's difficult to know what to post. And it's like everything I write seems like... Like, typically, I'd write, like, fluffy stuff, kind of like, mm, love watching the bride with her mother getting dressed on the wedding day. It's such a special moment. You know, something like that. And uh, now it's like, if you write something like that, it's like, oh, this dude's, like, super hard up for, you know, shooting a wedding again. Let's, everything comes out, like, off with, like, kind of this, like, I wish we could get back to normal sort of vibe with it. So I feel like the best Mm -hmm. thing to do is just to say, you know, things aren't normal right now. And I'm just going to do whatever I want. I'm going to do whatever makes me feel good. That's why starting tomorrow, I'm starting the Steve Van Elk selfie prono. (laughs) Ooh. Makeup and nails by Nora. Yep. Every single day. New selfie with makeup and nails by Nora. Do you guys find that you bring in more couples from those kind of Instagram stories? No. (laughs) Not at all. Just curious if you ever got like a client or a bride who's like, so we really want you and Jen to shoot our wedding, but can we just talk to you a minute about having Nora do the makeup? Yeah. um, Jen gets a lot of like messages. She told me where people are like, Hey, I keep seeing these things Steve's doing with your daughter. And I just wanted to let you know, it's still not humanizing him. (laughs) Uh, I know, I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to humanize him, but he still comes off as robotic, cold and distant. So it's not working. So yeah, I don't know. I, I, kind I, of I guess imagine... I gotta try a new tact or something. I'm not certain. It's it's sort of like um, Lost in Space, and like you're the robot, <laughs> and you know, like the little boy is like you know putting clothes on you and putting makeup on you, trying to humanize you. But at the end of the day, still the robot. The robot. Even though you'll always be part of the Robinson family, just the part that if you know. One Still little circuit outside. gets flipped the wrong way, you go berserk. And Your kill eyes everyone. turn red yeah. and you kill them all. Yeah, yeah exactly. 100%. Totally normal for a dad. Maya from a random oh, Facebook group asked. Uh, Aldrich Mintz actually asked in the, the chat. He asked Ooh. if uh, we've seen people doing FaceTime sessions where they are literally taking screenshots of a FaceTime call and editing the screen grabs. No. Next question. You haven't seen that, bud? Uh, like I said, not been super active in the socials. Had a, we've had our own own stuff going on, um, so I haven't had too much time to get down with all of the creative juices of all these people that are locked in. Plus, um, I've still been shooting. Yeah, no. So I think I saw. Uh, I think it might have been Chase Jarvis who was doing this, and. I think, I think one of our listeners, I think it might have been Stephanie Sanju, actually had like a photo FaceTime session photo done by him. Um, I have seen the thing with the the uh, like front porch sessions. No, those are terrible. Don't do them. Don't leave your house. Stay home, everyone. 
Yeah. Did you need me to say anything so, else on that subject? Stay home. Nope. Uh, FaceTime sessions are better. Um, I don't know. I think I <laughs> talked about this kind of joking you around. for those? Yeah. Can you charge Definitely. for them? Um, I think I kind of, did we talk about this in the Patreon? I think I might've joked around about this, but um, something you could do since photographers are direct to consumer. You did joke about this. Yeah. You did joke something a photographer this. could do as a direct to consumer business. Um, you could do sessions with your clients where you FaceTime with them and you tell them how to pose their subjects like mm-hmm. if it's like parents trying to get photos of their kids, tell them how to pose their subjects um, and then have them take the photos while you like FaceTime in from like a second phone or from a laptop or something um, so they can get photos. And that way, like you would be coaching them through it. The problem there is then you're training your clients to do shoots without you. But <laughs> I think a lot what? of them would really like that right now and they'd really enjoy it. And uh the reason I was thinking about it was Jen had a newborn shoot, um, like right when the pandemic. The newborn? No, it's like right when the pandemic first hit, and is before they put up like the non-essential business things and everything. And she tried to talk them out of doing it just in case, because we didn't know if we were possibly sick at the time or not. Because you know the two mm-hmm. week things, and it's been more than two weeks since then, so we know that we're not sick and they're not sick, and we're all good. Or are you? But. Uh, yeah, there was, there was a little bit of like worry there and like, that's kind of like where the whole idea came from. Cause you could talk through, talk like a new, new dad or new mom through shooting photos of their newborn. Um, it would not be fun and it would take a lot of time, but that is something you could do and something people might actually pay you to do as a direct to consumer type business. Yeah, just just trying to think outside the box here and trying to, you know, make our Patreon less valuable by taking things I said there into yeah. the actual podcast. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Now there's no need for Patreon. Well, in the Patreon version, I was much more jokey about it and it was a lot more fun. Were you? I was. Were you? Sounded serious. I've started mm. doing it. <laughs> haven't booked any sessions, but... I'm offering it. Maya from a random Facebook group says, I swapped SD cards with a local photographer. She snapped the pictures and I edited. I want to credit her for taking the pictures, but we have different editing styles. So I'm sure she doesn't want people thinking she edited them either. And also, I want people to know I edited them. LOL. When I post, do I just say photo credit photog name edited by me? Or does that sound silly? I've seen this before um, with photographers who do like family photo swaps and um, and then they'll edit their own. And I've seen them post like, you know, photo by such and such edited by me. I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. It doesn't bother me. I don't feel like it's that silly. Um, I think what you're trying to do, I didn't, I never looked at it like you were trying to take credit for the editing as much as you were just trying to make sure that somebody, you know, the other photographer wasn't being looked at like, oh, that doesn't look like their editing style. I think there's like two ways to approach this. One is you're such a shitty editor that the other photographer won't want people to think they edited these photos. And so they won't want to be credited in it, right? And the other way to look at it is the other photographer is such a terrible editor and you're so much better than them. You don't want people thinking they edited the photos. Hmm. It is an interesting conundrum. So I guess Maya, the real question is, why did you do a photo SD card swap with such a shitty photographer? (laughs) 
in the first place, right. you know? I'm just throwing that's that out why, there. That's how, where that's my That's why no goes. matter who takes our photos, um, I typically write, you know, photo taken and edited by Stephen Van Elk. Mm-hmm. Um, just blanket. Blanket if statement. It's good or bad. And I can assure you guys, I've gotten zero business from that. So whatever he's doing, it's so it working. doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Georgina from a random Facebook group says, morning. I have an influencer. Who wants me to shoot her engagement? She has a following of 100,000. What should I ask for slash be expecting in return in terms of promotion for shooting her engagement session for free? I want to get some idea of where I should start the negotiations. The shoot will be on and around a private jet in the snow on a private airfield. So will be amazing portfolio wise. I tend to think with my artist brain and I don't have a very good business brain. Yeah, like totally. Georgina, yeah, you have a terrible business brain. <laughs> Why are you doing this uh, engagement session for free? Georgina, this is very simple. Um, when doing trades with influencers, simply say, um, I'm only expecting all 100,000 of your followers to come over to me. Wait, what? Follower for photos. Okay. Um, what I would say, if we're, if we're doing real advice, would be... <laughs> not what that, Dustin that said. is real advice just just that yeah that real advice for me real advice for me for every single thing we answer is not what dustin said yeah so if she has a hundred thousand followers i expect before the shoot even starts that i will have one hundred thousand plus whatever followers i already had let's say 10 so it'd be a hundred thousand and ten followers Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or you could turn it and you could say, how about this? I'm going to do this shoot for free because you are an influencer and I want you to get them likes. All I need in return is you to pay me a dollar for every like you get on each photo you post. Hmm. How about that? Yeah, that sounds like a terrible idea. That would never work, even in a I comedy joke situation. Credit card up front. Credit yeah. card up front. Mm-hmm. Authorization signed, and I will follow you on Instagram whenever you post something. These are um, bad ideas, Dustin. These are very. This bad This will ideas. encourage me to no. take amazing photos for you. These are so you get a thousand likes. Oh. I'm just picturing the conversation, though, Stephen, where. All of a sudden, her likes take a big downward turn whenever she posts the photos. And she's like, yeah, these ones, I don't know. The bots didn't like these. I don't know what's going on. The bots that I paid for didn't like these ones. So weird. There's only 30 likes. I must have forgot to boost that post. Mm, Unfortunate. Georgina, why don't you... Why don't you charge the influencer your normal rate and just say, hey... If you are having trouble paying me, here's what you can do. Maybe wear some clothes that a company needs you to advertise so you get paid for the shoot and you can pay me. Boom. I don't I don't understand why like in, influencers make money by taking photos with products. Tell them to get some products in the engagement session so they make money off the engagement photos so they right. can pay you. Make it happen, Georgina. Don't do this shoot for Makes free. Sense. 
Don't ever do a shoot for free. A hundred thousand bots following somebody on Instagram? I mean, if somebody wants free work, they better have at least 500,000. Bots. Bots. Yeah. James Kelly from our very own Facebook group asked the following. So, for 2020, I'm thinking of sending a little gift to all the clients who booked. Anyone else do this? If so, what are you giving them? Oh, James. Um, Autograph picture of James Kelly. That's what I'm giving them. I, I'm not giving but gifts James, to anyone. I'm signing them on your behalf. I hope that's okay. I'm not giving gifts to anyone. It's 2020. The world is shut down. <laughs> you expect me to send out gifts when I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to make it through the year right now? Come on, James. Come on. We don't even know if we're going to be able to shoot in July, James. When did you ask this question? 2019? He did. He did. <laughs> don't don't help James. I'm not helping James. He should be ashamed. He should have seen this coming. He should have seen this coming. Get your fortune teller on the line, James. Get things sorted. Get pandemic advised. Yeah. We got a whole future to think about. You know how we have a financial advisor? I have a pandemic advisor. Keeps me posted on all things pandemica. Mm -hmm. Kenzie Ravenquillen in the chat says she still sent gifts to all of her brides who had to reschedule. And Gary Harfield says he gives puzzle keychains as gifts. Only to book couples. Only to couples who have booked, he said. Yes. Um, Kenzie, I think that's super sweet that you still gave gifts to all the brides who had to reschedule. Um, What Kenzie sends, though, she didn't say this. She sends a picture of what was her schedule, and then it's a heart that's broken. It's a heart that's broken. She painted. She painted that, and then it's like a little ornament. There are smaller hearts that aren't broken around all the dates she's still available to shoot their postponed wedding. Yeah, through Greetable. She uses Greetable. I hope you're using our code, Kenzie. I don't think that still works, but that was a long yeah. time ago when uh, Greetable mm-hmm. did that with us. Aldrich Mintz from our very own Facebook group asks, so a new venue is planning to open in my area and a planner that I have a great relationship with and I were planning a styled shoot for the venue so they have materials to market for weddings. Well, today she told me she was planning to or wanted to invite another photographer that is my direct competition. Price, not style, but the selection here is few. She said she wanted to run it by me first. What would you do? Hmm. It's very hard to read these when you make them dark, dark pink. What would you do, Dustin? <laughs> Were you not listening when I read the question? I, I wasn't. I was focused in on Kenzie and my disgust for how our greetable code no longer works. And uh, I was feeling awful and bad and confused and alone and a little sad. Steve, I'm just feeling a little sad. Because now I've got to reach out to Greetable. i got to get that code to work again. Okay. Dustin. Okay. Come on, let's get back yeah, to sorry. it. we got money to make here. What would you do if your son was at home crying all alone on the bedroom floor because he's hungry? The only way to feed him was to sleep with a man for a little <laughs> bit of money. And his daddy's gone. Some are smoking rock now in and out of lockdown. I ain't got a job this was, now. This is Aldrich's question? So for you, this is just a good time. But for me, this is what I call life. 
Okay. That's going to do it for us here at the <laughs> Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast. Aldrich's question is about a new venue. He planned a styled shoot for the venue mm-hmm. with a wedding planner. As one would. Then the sure. wedding planner invited another photographer to come to the shoot and said she wanted to run it by Aldrich first. What would he do? What What should he do? Mm-hmm. He should say no. Why is that? Why is that? Because I thought he... a good photographer, when confronted by somebody who wanted something different than them, just, you know, agreed to do whatever because that's what nice guys uh... do. That's what you told me earlier in the episode when it was the TikTok man. Uh... The TikTok man, the TikTok man. No, because um, what Aldrich's trying to do is he's trying to, uh, A, build a relationship with this venue, B, create marketing material that this venue will use to then also benefit Aldrich by marketing himself. And then he's also creating a lot of buzz between that relationship. So by inviting another photographer in at the 11th hour, that's no bueno. Mm-hmm. Now, if Aldrich wants to, like, turn this into some sort of, like, paid, styled workshop thing where, you know, people can come in and he teaches and they pay money and then he makes some mula mula cashola, then, uh, yeah, then I'd be all about that. Aldrich, if you haven't already solved this problem by now, because I assume this happened a long time ago before the pandemic shut everything down, uh, this is what I would say to you, Aldrich. Um, Ask the wedding planner if it's cool if you just invite another wedding planner in. You just hey. want to create a little bit more buzz, you know, just want a get like a more different jovial. style on the day, mm-hmm. you know, you just need to get something out there, you know, that's all. That's all. Yeah. You know, and if the wedding planner's 100%. cool with that, then you're cool with the photographer coming on. Yeah. I Maybe like you could bring that's in like advice. another florist, another uh, furniture company, another, oh, I guess, I guess actually this other photographer, this other photographer could venue? just bring in the other planner and the other florist and the other stylist. The other photographer could actually do some work, you know, because what's really happening mm-hmm. is that another photographer is trying to just breeze into town and, you know, take all of your work, your hard work that you did. They're just going to ride your coattails yeah. and then they're going to slingshot you Ricky Bobby style past you right before the finish line. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Um, we all know how I guess goes. what I would I would say to him, Aldrich, as soon as they showed up, if you allowed this to happen, is I'd say, by the way, you're shooting video, right? Boom. <laughs> Wait until Mic they drop. get there. Be like, you're shooting video, right? Because I have exclusive photo rights to this entire thing. So. Oh, Aldrich just timed in. He said, yeah. oh, don't worry. It got canceled this month. She said she was thinking more photos, the better, but I understand. So I'm assuming it got canceled because of the pandemic and not it got canceled because Aldrich pushed back and said no about the photos. And now the venue no longer exists. <laughs> Probably what? Because of Aldrich. No, the venue no longer exists because of the pandemic. It was a new venue. They hadn't made any money yet. Now they're still not making money, but they have to pay money for the loans. I assume they took out to create the venue and everything. Yeah, this is this is going to screw over a lot of companies. Yeah, how many venues do you think won't survive this? I saw a restaurant that opened up in Noblesville like the week before the pandemic hit. And all I can think is, oh, they're going to be gone. There's there's no way that, yeah, there, that there's a bar exists. There's a bar down the street that i was looking forward to taking you to um it hadn't hasn't opened yet but it was like 
being renovated mm-hmm. called Books and Brews. And it's like one of those, I think they have them near you, Did around you. Did you Books and Brews? Yeah, or Brews and Books. You, you know, I'm Mug Club at Books and Brews, right? I did not know that, but they, they're opening one down the street from our house. Oh, um, Dustin, Morgan Roberts says he's wondering if he should go outside. Should he go outside? You should go outside, hail a taxi, go to the airport, and come visit us, Morgan. No. Flights are really cheap right now. Really cheap. Uh, you know, as long as, long as you, the LTE on your phone works really good, and uh, you can keep, keep on this live feed <laughs> the whole mm-hmm. way to the airport and on the plane. Don't turn it off on the plane. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, Sound good? Man, Louis Novak just chimed in and said he hears that one in three restaurants are going to close in Ohio after the, all of this is over. That is some depressing news. All right. Uh, I think that's going to do it for us. <laughs> Fan producer Louis Novak did not kill the episode, but we are wrapping up. Just we buy do one need of these, to be done. Louis. Yeah, get a Matterport. Buy one of these. Uh, that is going to do it for us this or week don't. here on the Wedding Photo Hangover. Thanks for listening. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to connect, we're at Wedding Photo Hangover on Instagram. Dustin, my man, is at Dustin underscore McKibben. And I'm at Stephen Van Elk. We have an awesome Facebook group you should join. Just search for Wedding no Hangover. Idea. It's where we do our, our the videos, the live videos when we're recording. Wait, now this is live? You're the one who made it live. We have an, That's right, I did. I lost my place in the read. Wow, I don't have it memorized. <laughs> if you want more content, head over to Patreon by going to stephendustinsavetheworld.com or patreon.com slash WPH. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time your head is pounding, your limbs feel like dead weight, like dead and weight. your entire being aches for the sweet embrace of death. That's right, next week, next week. after you shoot another wedding. Mm-hmm. Nope, you're not, though. You're not going to. Oh, man. Oh, Dustin. Killing me. Mm. Sorry, man. Oh man, doesn't what, what it is? What it, what it good? What it good right now? What it good? What it is? What it do? Um, exciting news, listeners of the show, because uh, I think this episode is coming out this weekend ish, sometime in the near future. Um, next week we are going to have Honeybook on the show. Um, so if you guys have any questions, wait, whoa, time out. What did you just say? Whoa. We are going to have the book of honey on our show. So if you guys have any questions for them, uh, feel free to shoot them over to us. Oh, did somebody finally get their affiliate link? Is that, is that what's going on here? Uh, I cannot confirm nor deny, but, um, (sighs) any book is coming on the show, buddy. Oh gosh. All right. I asked you what things you love in life. What things I are making honeybook. your life better? Honeybook, I love Is it. Honeybook making honeybook. what part of your 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 life better right now? Uh, they released a bunch of free templates and things to add to your contracts in relationship to what's going on with the COVID nineteen stuff. So the, to better help you navigate it, we'll talk more about this. I'm sure next week, but um. Yeah, super helpful because I was like, I don't know what to add to these contracts because we have specific brides and grooms who are wanting things added in case they have to reschedule. Um, And I'm not a lawyer, even though I pretend to be one sometimes. Um, But yeah, they they rolled these out. They were written by lawyers for 
for us photographers free of charge. Are you, are you done with your shameless techni- promotion? <clears throat> shameless promotion. Yeah. What's are, up are with you? Done honey what are you us as Louis Novak put I, it? I've <laughs> I'm uh, honey, honey so badgering us. Right mm. Um I've been trying to get into Ozark season three. That's what I've been trying to do. Still can't get there. Been, not I've been you? so damn busy. It's not a show that you can watch while you're editing. I'm currently uh, shooting a ton of video and I can't watch TV while I edit video. That is true. I thought you, so, had, a, I thought you had a guy for the video edits. Luke's been helping me out a ton mm-hmm. um, with the real estate side of stuff, but I am shooting, I shot a political thing last week from the front porch. The candidate sat on the front porch and I filmed her from the street. <laughs> Felt like super awkward. Yes, it but, should. Um, yeah. But uh, sh- we have our Indiana primary, or I get these confused, general primary, what's coming up in May? Is it going to happen? Do we get to vote anymore? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't it's know. I don't know. Biden and Trump, so, so there's no reason. Right. Well, this is somebody running for local office. Oh, okay. But um, I was filming a little promo video for her. Cool, cool, cool. So I got to cut it down. Make it look like it was shot with two cameras when I shot it with one. Sounds good. But yeah, what are you up to, buddy? Are you doing any work at all? Uh, I mean, in terms of... for clients still um calling weddings still jen's doing most of the editing i do the calling it's been it's been good um it's been awesome that there are still some clients out there who can send us more work so really really super thankful for that you haven't gotten to the into the door dashing or the um uber eats or any of that not yet no I talked to a photographer yesterday who uh started doing doordash doordash won't accept me they said they already had too many applicants in my area. So, really, yeah, wow. Um, so yeah, he signed up, got right in, um, and it's been cool because he's been like documenting the mm-hmm. journey on social media and um, like posting like the various like accessories that make it like helpful and like the pitfalls that he didn't realize. Um, but yeah, it's been, I've been kind of like treating it like reality TV because it's like somebody, you know, they're obviously only going to do this short term. They're doing this to make some extra scratch. He's been like super transparent about like how much he's making, how long he's working mm-hmm. and just like documenting the whole thing on social media. But, um, it's been, uh, like he's been making upwards of like 20, uh, 26 bucks an hour. He said, nice, um, doing it. And yeah, the only thing that's killing him is, it's like Uber where if you get bad reviews, mm-hmm. it like lessens you from getting, you know, called upon to dash. Yeah. But people like, if they don't like their food, they're complaining on the app. But even though he has no, you know, ability to make their food better or especially, worse. Yeah. I mean, like you never did as a driver for either one of those things, but especially right now where it's like, we were at McDonald's the other day and like they, they just have like a, the Uber like things that are coming to get picked up there. Like they're in mm-hmm. big bags, like paper, brown paper bags, and they're just stapled at the top. So it's like th- you have no, and I don't think you were ever supposed to be able to check to make sure they had given you the right food. Oh, or right. Anything, yeah. But You're, you know, and that's what he said. You yeah. can't check. The so it's food. like, like you have no ability to impact 
what gets to that person's home. You're literally just like a middle person. But Mm -hmm. if they have any complaint with the restaurant or the food that they got sent to them, like where do they complain about that? The only place to complain is DoorDash or Uber or whatever. So the rough spot to be in. Don't yeah, they the definitely messenger. need to figure out a way to refine the app where you can like complain about one or the other and not, yeah, you know, it all being lumped together and then judging you based on that. Yeah, thing. So, but doesn't uh, Jen and I watch the Shit's Creek finale this week? I'm so far behind. So I'm good through season one. So good, so good. Might be one of my favorite comedies of all time. Just amazing. Really? Yeah, dude. It's like. It's one of those things, it's kind of like Parks and Rec, or, um, yeah, mostly just like Parks and Rec, where it's like a comedy that's like funny, but somehow like you really care about all the people, and you really care about them, and like you see real growth and development in all the characters throughout the whole thing. Um, Hmm. You know, it's not like a Seinfeld where they end up at the same place where they started out, and they're all, they're all terrible people at the end. Seinfeld's one of my favorite shows you know, comedy wise of all time too, but, uh, so I feel feels it like t- me. It, shows. it feels it shows. like me, but, uh, no. So that was great. And then so this year is kind of a bummer. Cause I was really, really excited about going to see Josh Ritter this year. He's one of my favorite musical artists. And I was also really mm-hmm. excited. Phantom planet, one of my favorite bands, they've been broken up for a while. And then they were getting back together and doing like a reunion tour. They're going to release mm-hmm. like a new album, like a reunion album as well. And, um, so obviously those things aren't happening now, but, right. but like, uh, today, um, Phantom Planet put out a video on their YouTube of somebody singing in our darkest hour, but they changed the lyrics to be fitting to like what's going on in the world right now. And it's really good. Um, and then like Josh Ritter every Tuesday night he's been doing, he's calling them the silo sessions and he just sits down with a guitar and he puts on like a live show for like an hour. And like you can jump in and uh, he's, you can Venmo or PayPal money to him. And then he donates it all to different um, organizations in New York because that's where he lives. Um, but like, I think he was like doing like the women's shelter or something like that the first week. And the second week was like a food bank or something. So he's like I donating. Think the fourth to, week was the wedding photo hangover. That'd be great. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> we could use some money right now all these weddings getting canceled but uh yeah so he's doing that and like people who send in money i think are allowed to like depending on how much they send maybe make requests for songs and stuff like that so um it's, it's been really cool watching those like just hearing him alone on an acoustic guitar just playing songs in his living room been awesome dude so maybe we just need to start doing that steve yeah Little jam sessions yeah no, jen's uh learning how to play the uke so Yuking it up. Ooh, yeah. yuking it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not, ye- not ye- eating it up. No, no, ukulele. Got it. Yeah. I've got this super... I'm okay. Got this super, like, futuristic guitar. One of those newfound, like, digital ones. If you're expecting uses... me to, like, go in and add in guitar sounds, that's not going to happen, just so you know. Dustin's holding a plastic stand that I assume you put like a plaque in a humanitarian award saying like Dustin is a good person or something like that. Use it to really capture that, you know, flair. I don't know what you're doing because I'm the only one who can see your Skype camera and we're doing a live feed and you're doing that to your Sony camera. So 
Oh, yeah. gosh. Well, I think <laughs> we're going to call it a night. So I got to record some stuff for the Patreon. So have a great night, everybody. And I'm sorry that it sounds like my voice is going now. Have you been smoking again? <laughs> How else are we getting through these times? How else? Can't afford cigarettes, so I don't know. Dustin, just say goodnight. Just say goodnight good and night, then shut Steve. it off. Let's good night. Good night. Steve, good night. Steven. Oh my good gosh, night. I'm gonna kill someone. Ah. <sighs>Thanks again, everybody, for tuning in. Oh, it's still going. Wedding Photo Hangover was edited this week by Steve Van Elk of Bespoke Tone. Go to Bespoke Tone for all of your photo, video, and audio editing needs. Woo-wee!